0: Welcome to the Auto Amateur Podcast, this is James. In this episode, we're going to be talking about size. Because as far as Porsche 911s are concerned, and their owners, size doesn't really matter, contrary to what a lot of people believe. This is a subject that's very close to my own heart, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. So to new listeners, welcome, and to Current listeners, welcome back. This podcast is an extension to a video I published recently on my YouTube channel. In fact, it was just yesterday. One of the questions I get asked a lot, because as you watch my YouTube videos, you start to realize that I'm a pretty tall guy, and I'm a pretty big guy. And I get asked, how do I fit inside a Porsche 911? And I don't take any offense to that question. I think it's perfectly valid. Because certainly for me, for the longest time... In fact, for 38 years, as much as I wanted a Porsche 911, and it was my dream car from as far back as I can remember, I resisted the temptation to try one on for size, for fear of not being able to get inside it. And part of that is being, you know, frankly, just wanting to avoid embarrassment. Uh, The other part of it is not wanting to shatter the illusion that one day, maybe I could own a Porsche 911. Because it's only been recently that I've been, you know, able to afford one, frankly. Where I grew up, it was a car that was a supercar. It was out of reach. It was something that, you know, perhaps none of my friends would would one day own. Anyway, regardless of that, it was something that I desired so much. I was, frankly, too afraid to sit in one. And I would have been absolutely just heartbroken if I'd have tried to get in and failed. There was one time I had a friend who was renting a BMW Z3 in the 2000s. And uh, he brought it round to the house and wanted to, uh, you know, go out for a drive. I couldn't even get in the passenger seat of that car, let alone the driver's seat. And not that I really like BMWs or the Z3 for that matter. It was embarrassing. And so the idea of trying to get into a 911... The car that I wanted more than anything and and above any other car, not being able to get in it, yeah, I just, I just didn't like that idea at all. (laughs) So the year is 2013, my wife and I had just moved out of New York City, where we'd been for several years, and we'd moved back to her hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota good old North Star State in the middle of the country, up towards the Canadian border for those who don't know. We're driving along the highway, and I see for the first time a new style 911. It was the first generation 991, and I thought it looked so cool and so slick that it kind of sparked my desire for owning one again. Now, living in London prior to New York City and then New York City, I didn't need a car. You know, public transportation did me perfectly fine. But now we're out living in, you know, I wouldn't say the suburbs, but we're living in you know, Minneapolis. It's not quite as easy to get around as it is in New York City and cities like that. We bought ourselves a Jeep and we were sharing a car at the time. I thought, maybe, maybe now is the time to, to get a second car. I'll have a car, my wife has a car, at some point we're going to have kids. You know That probably makes a lot of sense. We're really just getting started in that whole you know, marriage kind of suburban living. So I'm talking about the Porsche 911, on and on and on and on and on. Is it going to be practical? In my mind, probably not, but we don't have any kids at this point in time. I don't really care. I'm talking about it and talking about it, but I won't go to the dealership and try one on for size. And long story short, one day we're driving in that part of town. Uh, St. Louis Park area in the western suburbs of uh, the Twin Cities. And we go past the Porsche dealership, and my wife is like, Let's just turn off the road. You, you talk about the Porsche 911s all the time. Let's go and try one on for size. And so we did. And I, you know, thought, Well, we'll go for a walk around, we'll take a look, but I won't sit in one. I don't want to shatter the illusion. She made me do it. <laughs> and so it's all her fault, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it's funny that today I'm owning essentially the exact same car that I, that I sat in for the first time. I went into the dealership and there was a grey first generation 991 and it was the Carrera 4. And the only difference between that one and the one I'm sitting in now is that I own a Carrera 2. And I remember being really nervous and, and quite embarrassed, frankly, because, you know, we had to go and ask the, the sales guy if it was okay to sit in the car. So now it's not only me and my ego and pride trying to get into the car. My wife stood on one side of me. The sales guy stood on the other side of me. What if I don't fit? I mean, it was one of those moments where I just was sort of closing my eyes and praying, just hoping that everything was going to be okay and I wasn't going to be super embarrassed. And I just was blown away. I put the seats all the way back, I got inside it, I had no issue getting in, I didn't feel cramped or claustrophobic inside. Uh Uh-oh, as I said to myself, you know, I could just hear this little thing break inside my head. Uh Uh-oh, you can fit. It's time to go and get yourself a 9-11. And what do you know? Like literally three or four weeks down the line, I'm in Brea, California, picking up a second generation 996 in a similar color gray. It was seal gray, I think, from that generation. And that was the start of my uh, Porsche 911 ownership. And in the past four years or so since that moment, I've had the 996, I've had the 997, and I'm now driving the 991. And who knows, maybe at some point I'll move to the 992, but not today and certainly not tomorrow. We'll see. But the point of this podcast is for any fellow big and tall guys out there or girls who like the Porsche 911 but have been sitting on the fence for fear of not having the ability to either get in it or have a comfortable driving experience. And I'm here to tell you as somebody who's just over 6 foot 6 inches tall and just south of 300 pounds that you can enjoy the Porsche 911. So here's what we're going to do. I've got the specifications of the three Porsche 911's that I've owned. And I'm going to talk through not the typical attributes that you would expect to hear about when comparing the models, the horsepower, the torque, you know, the 0-60 to speed. I'm going to talk through the dimensions. And and as I do that, which frankly sounds like a relatively dry and boring conversation to have, I'm going to give you my real-world perspectives on what they mean in, in real life. Uh, the 996 is different to the 997, is different to the 991. Even though they're all Porsche 911s, the models have changed slightly and subtly and significantly in many different ways, not just in terms of their physical size, but how they feel to drive. And not just in terms of how they engage with the road, but the steering wheel, the position of the dashboard, the seats, the way the seats hold you, the space that you have inside the cabin, vertically and horizontally. I thought for other people in my sort of position, thinking whether or not a 911 is going to be the car for them, I thought this might be a useful exercise and and if nothing else, something of interest and a bit of fun. So let's get into it. So first off, has anybody actually tried to compare generations of 9-11 using data that's available online? It's pretty difficult. There's a lot of conflicting information out there. I try and find a single source of information that has data about you know, all of the cars in one place as opposed to using different websites. So the data I'm going to be using for the purpose of this discussion is provided by Edmunds.com. And online, you can use Edmunds.com to read consumer reviews, to read uh, press reviews about cars. You can review any year, any model. And, you know, whether or not you trust the information, I think, is up for debate. But I think going to a single source... Uh, is, is, is is really what I you know prefer to do. It's all sort of presented in a similar look and feel, similar style, um, and it's much easier to do an apples to apples kind of comparison. I've tried trawling around Porsche.com, which you know you'd think if you want to find the specs and so on of, of uh, Porsche models, go to the uh, the manufacturer, but it's pretty difficult i found. You know, you can find all the text and specs about the most recent generation of 911, but finding the historical data seems to be pretty difficult. If anybody knows a better place online to go for data, then please let me know because that would be super useful. But anyway, I'm going to be using Edmunds.com for this comparison. So if you're new to Porsche 911s or if you're an amateur like me, it probably comes as no surprise to learn that with each generation, The cars have gotten a little bit bigger at a time. Now, at some point, maybe like skinny jeans, the trend will move in the opposite direction and maybe the cars will get smaller. But my feeling is, now that they've grown over the past, you know, arguably 20 years, they've been getting progressively bigger. Maybe even, you look back 40 years, they've been getting progressively bigger. I'm not sure that's going to change. I'm hoping, actually, that with the 992, that's as big as they're ever gonna get. I think even though I I do appreciate the space, they're big enough now. And many would argue that they're too big. But with that out of the way, let's talk about the three models in question. The 996, the 997, and the 991. The three cars that I've owned. And so it shouldn't come as any surprise to hear this Porsche 911 owner say that the 991 Felt bigger than the 997 and in turn the 997 felt bigger than the 996. It's absolutely true. Generally speaking that's definitely the case. I would say the major differences between these three models is the amount of legroom or at least the perceived legroom that has changed from model to model. So when I first sat in the 991, the very first 911 I ever sat in, I was amazed at how spacious it was. I wasn't feeling claustrophobic. I didn't have to struggle to get my knees around the steering wheel. I didn't feel like I was going to be struggling to, to move the steering wheel and, and sort of pass the wheel through my hands and, and try to avoid hitting my knees. I had loads of headroom. It felt great. And it also felt like when my wife sat next to me, it was very similar to a sedan. You know, I didn't feel like someone was wedged up against me and we were going to be sitting shoulder to shoulder. Now when I sat in the 996 for the first time, the first Porsche 911 I ever bought, I got all of those feelings in, in that I did feel a little bit cramped and I did struggle a little bit to get my knees around the steering wheel and there were definitely occasions where my hands were hitting my knees as I was trying to work the steering wheel to get around corners and I absolutely wasn't going to be able to own a manual 996, there just wasn't the the room to bring my knee up and down to, to work the clutch so I, I went for the automatic, I went for the this five-speed Tiptronic transmission. Now when I sat in the 997 I was primarily upgrading because I liked the look of the 997. I preferred the headlights, I preferred the updates uh, to the interior of the 997 and this was the first generation 997 that I owned, it was a 2006 I believe. A Carrera 2 again, but sitting in the, the 997 I was pleasantly surprised by how much bigger it felt and then of course moving into the 991 the, the, the space was just again bigger in turn. So let's talk about dimensions. So the height of the three models has remained pretty similar from the data that I have. The 2003 996 was 51.4 inches tall the 2007, or 2006, sorry, uh, the 997 was 51.6 inches, so just 0.2 of an inch taller. And then the 991 was 51.3 inches, so 0.1 inches uh, shorter than the 996 and 0.3 inches shorter than the 997. To me, though, they're all basically the same height. And, of course, when you get into lowering the car with... Um, you know springs and so on they can they they, they will adjust from the from the base anyway and, and actually that doesn't mean anything for the feel of the car inside the cabin um, because you know lowering the car isn't going to change the height of the roof inside the cabin and give you more or less headroom but it's interesting to note that you know looking at the silhouette of the Porsche 911 across those three generations they're more or less the same height what has changed quite significantly are the wheelbase uh, and, and the width So the the width of the car has increased by just over an inch and for the 996 the width was 69.7 inches for the 997 it was 71.2 inches and then in the 991 the width is the same 71.2 inches So the 997 and the 991 being an inch and a half wider the wheelbase Um, has changed quite significantly. The 996, 92.6 inches. The 997, 92.5 92.5 inches, so I'm going to just say that they're the same um, that's where I might question the validity of this data I imagine the the wheelbase of the 997 uh, was was identical to the 996 So it's it's about 92 and a half inches, but the wheelbase of the 991 96 and a half inches full four inches more than the 997 and the 996 and having driven all three of these cars I can I can well believe that so you can see there that the changes in the silhouette, not necessarily any different, but some of the, the dimensions there have changed from, you know, maybe an inch and a half to as, to as great as, as around four inches. That doesn't sound like an awful lot, but when you see the cars side by side, I think you definitely get that feeling. And, and you can tell visually that the cars have changed and have gotten bigger. But I think the biggest difference in the perception of size and the differences in size, is definitely from just sitting behind the wheel and driving. So if you're a big and tall guy and you're looking to get into any of the models in 911, I would suggest if you're above six foot, maybe 6'2", and you're sort of above 250 pounds, you wanna be looking at the 997, and ideally looking at the 991. I would say if you're around the six foot mark, the 996 is, is absolutely doable and doable for you. And again, I'm six foot six and just south of 300 pounds, I was quite comfortable in the 996, in fact I drove the 996 over two or three days from Brea California all the way back to Minneapolis. Now to be fair once I was getting close to the Twin Cities I was starting to get cabin fever a little bit and when I drove the 997 from here to the Tale of the Dragon last year I didn't have that feeling at the end of the 17 or 18 hour trip we did in, in one journey so I'm, I'm not sure if that's a proof point but I was certainly happy to get out of the 996 after that long road trip and the 99 Although I was tired I was jumping straight back in that car the next day and driving it on the tail of the dragon The 991 feels very much like a daily driver I could drive that car all day long all week long and and that's certainly sort of a game-changer for me So what do you think? Uh, Do you have any questions about the sizes, about the feel, the the, sort of the driving experience for any of these three models of 911 or or any other 911 model? If you are a tall and a, a big guy or a big guy... Or a tall guy and you have questions, please get in touch. Uh, as I said in the video and I, th- I think I said earlier in this podcast, I get asked this question a lot. I get probably a handful of emails um, or comments on my videos every month or so asking me what my feeling is and, and how I fit in these models. So get down to your dealership. You know, I would say, you know, sort of get yourself out of your comfort zone. Go and sit in a 911 and uh, and realize that they're not just for the driver-shaped individuals that could fit in an F1 car or a smaller sports car. Really, pretty much anybody can fit in these 911s. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys have a very happy new year, and I look forward to a lot more content in 2020 and beyond. Take care. All the best. Bye.